Yo, today's QOD is we're going to win today. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Ed Milet on the show today, and this is like the ultimate Motivation Monday episode. You're going to love this. Ed is going to share a story about what can happen when you make a decision, a firm decision, an emotional decision to win. My uh, children... I was, Max was three years old, we're in the back of the car one day, and he goes, he said the F word. And my, my wife's dad was a pastor, her brother's a pastor. I said, where in the world did you, he had never heard me cuss before. I said, where'd you learn the word? He goes, mama says that every time somebody cuts her off, daddy. So he learned a bad word. I, my son had never heard me cuss until the story I'm about to tell you, but if I don't cuss telling you the story, it won't be real. So I'm about to say some bad words. Are you all okay with that? Say yes, because it's a real deal. It really happened, okay? So I want to talk to you about winning now. Okay, we got the emotional part of our life, now we need to win. Here's the deal. You gotta quit playing around. Time's running out on you. I don't care how old you are. It was yesterday, brother, I was your age. I was cool, sexy, and young. Now I'm old, beat up, and achy, okay? Okay, let me tell you, time flies. Time flies. I'm 50 freaking years old next month. I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud. 50 years old next month. My son, I'm the type of dad, you can put that up on the screen, I'm the type of dad, man, because I was an athlete, I played college baseball. I played Division I college baseball. I was a good player. I wasn't a great player. I had a catastrophic injury that formed a tumor. I started to lose part of my right leg that ended my career. It probably would have ended eventually anyways, but my career ended. So when I had a son, I did not want to be that dad. Any of you have boys in sports or girls in sports? You know that dad? You know the dad I'm talking about? The crazy dad? The guy that thinks his five foot six inch, 240 pound son's gonna play in the NFL. You know that dude, right? You should laugh at that. That's funny as hell, right? has no genetic chance whatsoever of ever playing professional sports, but this dude's gonna turn him into one. So when my son started playing sports, I'm just gonna be honest with you, my son is not athletically gifted, my daughter is, bless his heart. In fact, Max was so bad when he played baseball, we for years could not figure out whether this poor kid was left or right-handed. And I'm dead serious when I tell you this, to this day, I still don't know. He eats right-handed, he writes left-handed, he can't throw or catch. You cannot play catch with a baseball with my son because he will probably get hit in the face, to this day. He's just not athletic. We put him in every sport, football, flag football. He was the kid who blocked. You know what kids block, right? Right? You know what I'm talking about. Basketball, no bueno. He won an entire season and did not score a basket. Okay? Baseball, which was my sport, I got on the best hitting coaches on the planet. We just called him a switch hitter because we had no idea. So finally, he stops playing sports. I'm like, you know what? But he's a hard worker. He's watched his dad work hard. Golf. And then, of course, when he started playing golf, left or right-handed, I had no idea. Still probably not sure. My son started playing in tournaments. We moved out to the desert. This is a picture of us. And I was this dad. I used to tell Max, hey, Max, you know daddy loves you whether you finish first or last. You ever say that to your kids? I can't love you more if you win. My son started to take that stuff very seriously. And so we would go out, and where we lived, I moved where a bunch of professional golfers live and their sons. And so the tour my son played on, your dad caddied for you. So I want you to picture, you're walking around, I'm carrying his bag, four or five hours. I'd show up to the golf course, tattoos, Adidas pants on, tennis shoes, tank top, 
My kids got some used set of golf clubs from Roger Dunn, ragamuffin little outfit. You can see it right there. That's not me. That's me and him playing golf right there. And then we play against these kids. Dad played on the PGA Tour. He's got this perfect outfit that identically matches his son, best golf clubs, best instructors in the world. Everybody we played with were pros. And so my son, we would play. My son's such a good boy. I always want him to be happy for everybody else. My son played on this tour. I want you to hear what I'm about to tell you. He played 32 tournaments. He played, finished last in 32 tournaments. Not third or fifth or 18th, last in 32 tournaments. And we had a good time. We get in the car and say, hey, have some fun, buddy. He shot 104, winner shot 68. You have fun, buddy. Hey, dad, that was awesome. Just got to be with my daddy today. And I'm like, good, I'm glad you had fun. Every week we would do this. Walk around, finish last, finish last, finish last. Did you have fun? Don't worry about it. My son's such a good kid. He'd top his first drive into a lake. You'd hit a good drive. Nice shot, Brian. Such a good shot. Everyone loved Max. He'd make a guy makes a big putt. Max was more excited for you when you made a big putt than you were that you made a big putt. Not a competitive bone in his body. And I thought it was great. I was building his self-esteem, building his self-confidence. He's not going to play professional golf anyways. And we would go week after week after week. And I thought I was, you know, being a good dad. And then this happened. He's warming up that day. See what he's wearing there? It's a good golf swing. He's in a good position. Max's problem wasn't his swing. Max's problem was up here. Max's problem was up here. He didn't believe in himself. He didn't want to compete. He didn't really want to get after it. And so we played nine holes that day. Two professional guys are in our group, and here comes the bad news. We're at the turn. There's about a 100-yard walk between the ninth and 10th hole, and on this tour, the kids get a box lunch at the turn. We're playing with two dudes. The first dad has won on the PGA Tour, and his dad won on the PGA Tour, and now we're playing with his son. There's three generations. The other guy's a good player, and his dad played on tour too. And one of the dads says, we're walking, having a good time. Max is 11 back. 11 out of first place after nine holes. And we get to the turn, and you have to go get the sandwiches, but they got to go hit. And one of the dads turns and says, hey, boys, you guys go ahead up there. We'll walk up to the deal. Max is out of it. He'll go grab your lunch for you. And Max goes, yeah, I'll get it. And he starts to walk. I said, stop. I said, what the fuck did you just say to my son? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be real with you. So what the fuck did you just say? I said, we don't get your lunch, dude. I don't know who the hell you think you're talking to. You don't ever speak to my boy that way. I said, tell you what we're going to do. You guys go up to the tee box. I'll go get the lunch. Max, you stay right here right now. Now, remember, this is I love you, son. Never heard me cuss in his life. Now he's like, dude. Right? I got, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a tank top on. <laughs> Max is 10 years old. I said, get over here. I came down. I said, get over here. We're going to fucking win today. He goes, what, Dad? I'm scared. What, Dad? What about you love me? Whether I go, that's out the window. We're going to fucking win today. No one speaks to us like that. You hear me? And I'm shaking them. But I'm also anchoring it. Big emotional state, and I'm touching them. I said, we're going to fucking win today, Max. Oh, Dad, I don't. I said, Max, listen to me. Here's what we're going to do. First, we're changing shirts. We're putting on your winning shirt. He had another shirt in his golf bag. I changed his identity physically. I said, you throw this jersey on. I said, come here. We're going to win today. Here's what we're going to do. No practice swings. Dad, I've never done this. We didn't line up putts. I let him pick his clubs. I said, I'm going to pick every club you hit. You're going to pick every club you hit. No practice swings. You execute. you got a beautiful swing, Max. you got a better swing than all of these guys out here. You're more flexible. You can hit it longer than most of them. We're going to win. Now, remember, he's 11 back with nine holes. I said, we're going to win. 
It's okay, daddy. I said, okay. I said, now listen, you go up to the T, you hit the three wood. Don't hit that driver, because he sprays his driver. I said, you hit that three wood. I'm shaking. Look at this. You think I'm kidding? You see that? I said, you hit that three wood. No practice wings. You get up there and smooth it, Max. You smooth it. Okay, dad. And I watch him, my little boy. My heart's breaking because I've never made him compete before. And I'm watching him walk. Max walk like this. All the way to the tea box, I'm getting the sandwich. I want to beat the shit out of this dad who said my kid, right? <laughs> right? I'm the nice guy. I'm the Christian guy. I'm there. We're going to have bubbles and gum when we're done here. And I watch Max from a distance walk up, grabs his through. Here's how bad Max was. You ever watch any of the no golf? My son can't even tee the ball. I'll never forget this. You know, normal players, like, they tee it up. They get behind it. Max was always, like, you know, trying to get the tee, the ball to balance on the tee. That uncoordinated. Finally gets the ball to balance on the tee. He comes back, no practice swing. Whoosh, whoosh, right down the pooper, right down the middle. And I see it, I'm like, we're in business. And I kind of watch Max, he kind of hits it, he kind of goes, kind of flips his club a little bit from a distance. I'm like, all right, I get up there, I go, give me the club, man. I said, nice shot, and I'm walking down, I said, we're gonna win today, Max. We're gonna win today, Max. We're gonna win today, Max. That was awesome, you smoked it. You're three woods longer than their friggin' driver. He gets up there. I said, okay, I've never done this. Now I'm getting specific in detail. Before it was like, hey, hit a good shot. Now I'm like, look, hit this eight iron. I want it 10 feet left of the hole. He goes, okay, dad. I said, no practice swings. Sure enough, he gets up, hits it about 20 feet left of the hole. We got a 20 footer now for a birdie. This kid hasn't made a birdie in his life, right? <laughs> we get to the green. Everybody marks their ball. Normally, what's Max do? He walks up to the ball, doesn't mark it, putts. Putts, 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 picks it up. Good putt, Brian, nice birdie, right? So he gets up to the green. I said, hey, he gets ready to putt it. I go, you didn't even line it up. I said, take a look at the putt. He doesn't even know what he's looking at, right? He's like, okay, dad, yeah, all right, I got you, okay. Walks on the other side, can walk around it, just like a pro, walks around it. He's like, okay, dad, God's so good, you guys. He delivers the moment when you need it. Max gets over the putt. He goes, Dad, I think it's about two feet left to right. I don't know either, Max. Just I'm telling him, yeah, that sounds good, dude. Pulls the putter back, <laughs> drains it, birdie. Okay, both those guys, wait, both those guys make bogey. Now we're nine back. This is where God comes in. Next hole, I'm like, you know what? Smash the driver, Max. I'm like, shit, right? <laughs> Smash the driver, buddy. He's like, all right. I said, you got this. Bam, smokes the driver. All three boys smoke the driver, except now I watch something. Max starts to walk in front of me. Now he's walking like this down the fairway. Totally different human being. I'm like, oh, he walks like me now. He's walking like his dad, right? We get down there, it's a par five. He's got 225 yards in. He's 10 years old, nine or 10 years old. He's got 225 yards. Both these other boys lay up. I said, Max, we gotta make up some ground. Smash this three wood on the green. He kind of looks at me. I said, hit it. No practice swings. There's a lake in front of the green. There's a block wall with rocks on it in front. Max walks up. I'm like, good shot. I'm like, Jesus, please give this boy a break. Please, Lord, please. And it comes down, hits the wall. Right up in the air. I'm like, crap. And I kind of do this. And Max goes, yeah, daddy. And I go, what? It hit the wall, went forward, and rolled to about six feet away from the hole. That's God. That ain't me, right? That's God. I'm like, all right. Little Ian drops one in the lake. Little Mikey drops one in the lake. We're sitting on the green with an eagle putt. 
I'm like, Max, knock this sucker in. Take a look at it, walk it off. Same bull crap. He doesn't know what he's looking at. He looks around, looks at it, gets up, makes an eagle. We go birdie eagle with the new shirt on. Birdie eagle, right? Now Max is like, Dad, we're going to win this thing. I'm like, we are, buddy. We're going to win. And we get all the way to 18. He's down one. We've never even been in the tournament. We've never even talked about this crap before. He's down one going at 18. There's a lake in front of the green again. I said, smash the driver, Max. It's you and Ian. Ian was the other boy left. Smash this thing, man. So Max is walking around like, I own this place now, right? <laughs> one of these deals. I got it, Dad. I got it. Sure enough, bangs it down the middle. They're both about eight feet away from each other. And I hear Ian's dad say, don't hit it in the lake. I go, Max, he's going to hit it up in the lake. <laughs> he's going to hit it in the lake. My son's like, this language, Dad. And I'm like, don't, it's just today, right? <laughs> right? Just today. And so, sure enough, Ian dunks it in the lake. I'm like, Max, this smoothie, put a smoothie on it, buddy. Hit this eight iron 10 feet. We're getting the hell out of here. We're going to win this thing. And he does, he hits it about 15 feet left, except Ian comes up with the clutchest shot ever and hits his next one to about that close, taps in. So Max makes the putt, he wins. If he two putts, we tie and go to a playoff. Here's where I, I'm stupid. I go, hey, it's a quick putt. Don't hit this thing too far past the hole. We two putt, we go to a playoff. You don't say that. Thank, my son goes, I swear to you on my children, okay? My son goes, dad, I'm gonna make it. I go, okay, then make it. Dunks it in. Yeah! He jumps on. Yeah, Dad! There's nobody there. There's no crowd. I'm picking him up, running on the other dads. are like, our kids win every week. This is no, I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my damn life. You know? Yeah! And Max couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe he won. And it changed his life. Let me show you something. There he is with his medal after he won. Look at that little face. Now he's got his new shirt on, right? Right? And I know, I know you look at that picture, you're like, he still stands like an unathletic dude. I know, but still, look at that. That changed his life. This is now me and him playing father-sons. Uh, you can look at that one. What's that say right there? Milet, somewhere on there, 64. That's a pretty good score he shot that day. And that's when he's about 14. That's me and him now playing in Cabo. He's a little bit bigger than his dad now. By the way, he's lost 80 pounds since that picture. Gotten fit. And this is him signing his college scholarship to go play golf, right? So why do I tell you that, right? That cool? That's awesome. All right, all right, I got chills. Why do I tell you that? Because that day we decided to stop playing golf and we decided to start winning at golf. And you gotta stop playing with your business. You have to resolve yourself today that you're going to win in business, that you're going to dominate that you're not average and ordinary. There has to become a point where you make a decision, we're gonna dominate. We're here to win, we are not here to play. And you gotta have a company that decides it's gonna win. And that takes some intestinal fortitude, it takes a decision, and it takes you being evangelical about your cause. So you can get all these emotions you want, but as a man, you still gotta win. To be what you're worth, you still gotta win. Right? And that's what I want you to get out of today. You gotta decide you're gonna win. If you're gonna win in your family, if you're gonna win in your personal life, I'm where I'm at because I just flat decided I'm gonna be a player. I just decided it. I'm not special. I come from a Velcroed Mercedes. I come from a dysfunctional family. But I decided at some point, I get to choose who I am. 
The world doesn't tell me who I am. I'm not that small, introverted athlete with an alcoholic dad with no confidence. I write these chapters. Me and God write these chapters. I got the best co-author on the planet. He made me and you in his image and likeness. He made you to do something great with your life. That's no BS. Too, too many of us forget this. Too many of us forget where we come from. We come from greatness, the DNA of the king of kings. I don't even care if you're a person of faith. Trust me, you should have some. The only explanation for where I am is there must be an amazing God in heaven who's blessing me on a regular basis, who loves me and you, by the way, in spite of all the stupid sins we make, because you know you've made a bunch of them. And what you think is all this crap you've done wrong, maybe even while you've been here on this trip, disqualifies you from winning. God takes dudes like me and dudes like you and women like you, and we change the freaking world. That's what he does. And he takes a guy like my son who will outwork you. He's a sweetheart. He's a good boy. He's a Christian boy. He's not just trying to flex all the time. He'll just outwork you. He got that scholarship because before school every day at 5.30, our golf course set up the balls because they know Max comes before school. Then he stays till dark after school. That's why he won. And I think he modeled some of that from his old man. You gotta look at how much you're working. You gotta work at the effort you're making. You gotta put the intention you're putting out there. You think it's easy to go make hundreds of millions of dollars? What a joke someone's convincing you of that. It's relentlessness, man. It's crazy. It's pushing past barriers. It's every time you get somewhere, it's wanting to go to the next level. It's also something, write this down, that I teach all my athletes called equanimity. Equanimity is peace under duress. Being able to find peace under duress. Meaning this, it's easy to walk around and say, I'm gonna be a peaceful dude, right? Or to create duress. But can you find the emotional control to be at your best under the highest stress levels? Tom Brady, guys, is equanimity at its finest. He's also not the most athletic. But when it matters most, third and eight, do you know what his third down conversion rate is like as a quarterback? People don't understand quarterbacks. You Third and long, there's nobody in the history of football even remotely close. Not the big drive, he's great at that too. It's the little parts of the game where you go, Rodgers, no offense to you Packers fans, it's third and 11, and he audibles out of the right play, audibles into the wrong play, and you're off the field. You don't know why you lose the NFC Championship. The other guy gets up there third and 11, audibles into the right play and converts equanimity under duress. It's the separator. It's invisible. No one sees it. No one knows what it is. It's the difference. So you need equanimity. You all with me on that? Say yes. That was Ed Milet. His website is edmilet.com. You can watch today's talk on the YouTube. It is called Ed Milet Blue Collar American Dream Conference Miami. Also, check out Ed's podcast on all of the various podcasting platforms. It is called The Ed Milet Show. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow with Tom Bilyeu. See you then. Peace. Peace.